0: Welcome to the Potter's House North Podcast. We hope you'll be blessed by today's message. And I want to minister to you today uh, from John chapter 4, verse 13. Uh, In the New King James Version, it says, And Jesus answered, Those who drink this water will get thirsty again, but those who drink the water that I will give them will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give them will become in them, a spring which will provide them with life-giving water and give them eternal life. Verse 15, the woman that Jesus meets at the well says, Sir, (laughs) give me that water that I will never be thirsty again, nor will I have to come here to draw water. I'm going to take my thought." Uh, from verse 15 sir the woman said give me that water I want to speak from this subject drink I want to speak from this subject drink let's pray father let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer Jesus name we pray amen well, this message, Drink, is going to be segmented and into three uh, large or macro sections. The first one is the well, the next one is the woman, and the last one is the water. Uh, sitting as I be- began to prepare this message, I had a flashback to seminary, to divinity school, sitting on the preachers like Professor uh, Dr. William Turner and Dr. Willie Jennings and guest lecturers from uh, Princeton, Dr. Cleophis LaRue and Peter Gomes from Harvard, they always stress the importance of making sure no word, no phrase, no parable, no metaphor in scripture was ever overlooked, it was degraded or dismissed as non-relevant. In each word that can be translated from the Hebrew or the Greek could house details and truths and principles that could unlock connections that unfold a deeper and more clear revelation. Details that could unlock the, a deeper significance of the very moment in the text. To really understand, and for this particular one in John chapter 4, to really understand the words of Jesus, you must be willing to examine the movements of Jesus. And in order to understand the physical movements of Jesus, you must examine the words of Jesus. Because where he is and where he goes and who he talks to and who he teaches and what he teaches unlocks for us a deeper and significant moment in the text itself just to kind of go and give us a backdrop of this particular story is that in John chapter 4 Jesus the Bible says he needs to go through Samaria he is leaving one place headed back to his destination and he gets weary on his journey and he stops in Samaria where in Samaria in Saqqar formerly known as a place called Shechem which is in Samaria at Jacob's well and also approximately 300 yards from where Joseph was buried. Now this is very crucial now because he is in a he is in Samaria where uh, where Jews uh, never really went because the Samaritans were mixed breeds. They were uh, allegedly mixed breeds, and so they. Uh, disassociated themselves from the Samaritans but isn't it crazy that that Jacob's well a Jew his his well was actually in a place where Jews did not want to go or, or or rather that's the place where Joseph's bones were So we got to go back for a second. We got to look back into scripture. We can't just talk about this woman and we can't just talk about the encounter. But there is a significance of Jesus being near Jacob's well. As a matter of fact, you got to go back. If you want to understand the significance of this moment, we got to go back and we got to understand what is happening, Jacob's well. We need to go back and examine uh, uh, how did he even uh, uh, get a well in, 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 in this particular place? Why why is there a well in Zechariah? Why is there a well in Shechem? The Bible says that in uh, Genesis chapter 33, after Jacob is reunited with Esau, he allowed Esau to go ahead back home, but because Jacob had so many livestock, he had so many people that were with him. He did not want anybody to die. He didn't want any of his livestock to die. So you know what he did? He says, "Guess what? You go ahead, Esau, but I'm gonna st- I'm gonna take a slower route at a slower pace uh, in order to get uh, back." Home and in the process, along the way, he ends up purchasing land in a place called Shechem, which we see is Succar. Jacob pitches a tent there. His Simeon, his his son Levi, is with him, and Dinah, which is his daughter, and all the hosts of workers that work with him. All of them were with him, and the Bible shows us that Jacob and his family they prospered in that land they prospered in that land they prospered in that land there was provision in that land they partnered with uh, they also partnered in that land they partnered with Hamer they partnered with a man by the name of Shechem they partnered with them and they did deals together and they uh, uh, they had peace among them but even though that there was provision in the land even though there was prosperity in the land even though there were peace in the land the Bible also lets us know in Genesis chapter 34 that Shechem uh, rapes Deniah which is Jacob's daughter uh, this is crazy uh, uh, because now not only is there a provision in the land and peace in the land and provision in the land uh, Jacob also experiences pain in the land and somewhere between, watch this, somewhere between the provision and somewhere between uh, the prosperity, even, uh, somewhere between the peace in the land, uh, somewhere between uh, the pain in the land. the Bible says in John chapter 4 that there was a well in Shechem. There was a well in Sakaar. Ah, ah. Here, here is where I want you to understand. This is something that I want you to understand. He builds a well right in the middle of his pain. He not only built an altar there, but he also built a well there. Ah, Can I tell you that this well, the significance of this well was because this well was not like any other well that had ever been built in that land. Uh, uh, Most wells at this particular time were shallow and uh, they were only rain filled caverns. In other words, the people who drank from certain wells at this time had to wait on the rain they had to wait for rain the only way they had water in some wells is they had to wait on rain water but Jacob's wells was different it was very unique why because it was approximately a hundred and five feet deep it was so deep that it penetrated what we would call the earth's surface to what they called the water table God I love history so so Jacob builds and digs a well that's that's not like any other well he goes beneath the dirt and once he goes beneath the dirt it reaches what they call the water table and in the water when you reach the water table it fills the well the hole it fills up with water, uh, it, that that means that Jacob's well was fed by an underground stream of water, sometimes referred to the people at that time as living water. So, what are you trying to say, PT? I am trying to tell you that the state of their existence did not determine the presence of water. No matter what state they were in, whether they were in prosperity or whether they were in pain or whether they had peace or whether they had provision, it did not change the fact that there was always water in the well. they didn't have to wait for rain there was always water in the well, in bad weather, in bad times, in lean times. oh my god, in a famine there was always water even when there was a wars even in in partnership or even in heartache, even 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 in rumors of wars, even when there was a war, there was always water in the well. With COVID or without COVID, with a vaccine or without vaccine, there was always water in the well. Can I tell you somebody, that's good news for somebody who's going through something right now, that there is always water in the well. And Jesus shows up. In this place of Samaria, where this well, where this living water is, Jesus, who is the well, oh my god, Jesus, who shows up, the Ancient of Days, Jesus, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the bread of life, the water, oh god, the bread of life, He shows up in Samaria, a land that's not just. Just plagued with racial indifference. But he shows up in a land that had a history of people living in the tension of prosperity and pain. And he shows up at this well. Now we tell the woman. uh, Which they call a woman of Samaria. And she came to draw water. And Jesus says to her. He says, give Me a drink. His disciples had already gone into the city uh, to buy some food, and then the woman of Samaria said to him in verse nine, "How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans." And immediately, in her encounter with Jesus, immediately when he says, when he says, give. Give me a drink. She immediately knows that there's social and racial biases and barriers that Jesus is not respecting she says because you are a Jew you should be even having a conversation with me but isn't it just like Jesus who he's going to have conversations with people that the status quo won't have conversations with that even though there are racial barriers it, there there's unspoken rules uh, in that particular area but Jesus because he is who he is he's talking to a woman that he shouldn't have been talking to he's talking that the culture said he shouldn't be talking to he's talking to someone of another ethnicity that the culture said he should be. Jesus does not care about the social barriers and racial barriers that we have created. But when you, oh God, the real Jesus says, I don't even care nothing about that. I'm not even supposed to go into Samaria, but I'm going to step in it anyway. I'm going to step inside Samaria. I'm going to have conversations with who I want to have conversations because I have a purpose. I have have something that I'm going to fulfill that people are going to read about this story later and know that I'm about breaking barriers. Will somebody type in the comments, Jesus always will send you on assignment to break a barrier, to break a racial barrier, to break an ideology, to break a perspective, to break a certain uh, 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 ideology that we have set up. Jesus will make sure that you have Biblical context to break barriers. Uh, and so he shows up. He shows up at this particular time with this woman. And Jesus says to her. He says if you knew. He talks in third person. It's crazy how Jesus talks. He, he, he talks in third person. He says if you knew the gift of God. And who it was. Who, who says to you give me a drink. You would have asked him. And he would have given you living water wait a second wait a second this well Jacob's well is known as living water and now you're going to tell me that you have a different source of living water Oh! this woman says to him sir you have nothing to draw with that's why she thought he was referring to the living water she said you don't have nothing to draw with you don't have and this well is what is deep it's approximately 105 feet deep you don't have anything to draw with and oh, and it's deep because in her mind she's thinking that Jesus is referring to the same well or well nearby she says where then do you get that living water are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank for himself as well as his sons and his livestock can I tell you this ain't in my notes but I gotta tell you that this is a leadership moment that she is recognizing that Jacob now not only drunk out of that well but his sons drunk out of this well and his livestock can I tell you the patriarchs are modeling something that leaders today should be modeling that when Jacob dug a well, he didn't just dig a well for himself but uh, he he was not simply about, uh, he didn't dig a well for self preservation but he dug a well for communal preservation he didn't just dig a well so that he could drink a water and everybody else would starve or be dehydrated but he, he could not move fast, he couldn't not do things that he wanted to do at the pace as the others uh, did it at, why because he was leading a whole community of people. So he he dug a well for everybody. Not just one person, but for everybody that he was with. And so here now, we're in this text. and She says, Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks the water that I will give him will never thirst again. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain, in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And her response to Jesus is, give me this water so that I will never thirst again nor will I have to come here to draw water she says give me this water and I'm not I'm not sure in other words I'm not sure what I got to give up I'm not sure where I have to go I'm not sure what I have to do but whatever you got you've convinced me that I need it you've convinced me that I need what you have Uh, listen if you got another source uh, then guess what let me have it I know you've noticed that watch this she also says "So nor will I have to come here to draw water if you give me this water I won't be thirsty again but I won't even have to come down to this particular well did you notice that this woman is not coming down at the well she's coming uh, 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 she's coming in the middle of the day Uh, the nor Women in the community would come in the morning or they will come they will come in dawn or at dusk. They will come in the morning or the evening. But this is an indicator that there's something wrong because she does not come down when the usual people come down uh, uh, evidently that she's been ostracized from the community evidently she is by herself evidently instead of coming in the morning before work she's coming on her lunch break why you will notice later on by the status of her life that she has been ostracized that she's a misfit that she doesn't fit into the culture just the way that other people she's not normal in the culture she has things happening in her life and and I want to minister to somebody that's watching that even though she didn't come when everybody else did come uh, would come to the water, even though she didn't come to the well when everybody else did, at least she knew where she could get living water. At least she came down to the well to drink water. She knew where the source was, no matter how indifferent her life was, no matter how complicated things, she still came down to the well. Oh my God, she still got thirsty, even no matter how complicated things were, no matter how trivial things were, she still got thirsty and she knew where she could come to get her drink of water. So she's coming in the middle of the day she don't really gel well with other people basically she says I've been through some stuff and I have to come to this well by myself as a matter of fact I have to come to this well because honestly this is all I know (laughs) Uh, this is the tradition this is all I know Uh, my mundane routine this is all I know and this struggle that I've been having this is all I know but evidently you're inviting me into something that I have never experienced before evidently you're inviting you're breaking you're about to break a routine in my life you're about to break me out of the stagnation so give me this water I don't know what goes in what's all in it but I need this water now watch this if, if, if exposure leads to expansion, and if, ex, if, if exposure leads to expansion, uh, then this dialogue that she's having with Jesus is changing something about her perception. I don't have time to deal with the entire text, but I'll say this: that. That somehow Jesus is changing her perception that will ultimately expand her perspective. Uh, uh, The only way that your perception uh, can change... uh, And your perspective and your perception change is that there has to be an invitation to something uh, that changes and alters your desire. Because she has been normally coming down to this well, but Jesus has presented her with the opportunity to drink from his well. Uh, uh, so now uh, her desire. Watch this. This is a glimpse in desire. This is a glimpse into her focus. This is, a, uh, this is a glimpse into her reaching for something that she really doesn't fully understand, but she's reaching for something because of what he invited her into. Uh, can I tell, Can I pause right here? Let me make it plain for you. Some of you didn't know what you could have, what you could do till you. You met someone who was doing what you wanted to do and told you you could do what they were doing yeah uh, uh, some of you didn't know you could have certain things until someone you saw somebody with something that you wanted that, that told you that you could have it too now listen listen I, I came here to vindicate this woman because we've criticized we've ostracized this woman we've made this woman promiscuous We've made this woman a basket case, but can I tell you that we can all agree that she didn't quite understand what she was asking for. She is requesting something that she does not fully understand, but still, that still didn't stop her from asking, "Give me." this water i want it you told me i could have it so i want it this is not just my desire because i'm caught in my routine i'm caught into the thing i like coming down to this well by myself but you presented me with something you expanded my desire you just expanded my mental capacity and my perception but guess what i want this water. She had the faith for something that she really uh, didn't fully comprehend. Can I, I'm going to take my time. She had the faith for something that she did not really have the ability to comprehend. What does that mean? That God will bless you beyond your ability to fully comprehend. Can I talk to anybody who's ever done anything big or anything beyond you or walked in? Something beyond you or walked into a moment of promotion walk into a moment of expansion moved you from this place to that place don't act like don't sit there and act like you had it all together you were groomed for greatness and so you just walked in it and guess what everything was okay guess what when God gives you something he there's some stuff that guess what you won't fully understand everything that he's doing but he's giving you an invitation into something that's bigger than you. Huh. Oh my God. So so God will bless you uh beyond your ability to fully comprehend. And some of you are asking God for things that you don't fully comprehend. God has a tendency to bless you beyond uh you and help you walk in it. And, and some of you, you 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 know some of you uh are like you know what? Let me let me just address this real quick because some of you are like you know what? in order you for you to get here then you have to master this here in order for you to get over here then you have to master that in order for, for you to walk in this level then you gotta master that level but I, and I understand that principle but this does not work uh, in kingdom principles uh, why because even though you can be groomed for something you can, you can be qualified for something but even in the place that you have qualified Qualifier for, you still have to grow into it. Uh, I, even though I know they say that you are a wife before you get married. You're a wife material before you get married, but can I tell you for the married folk There's still some stuff you got to grow into. You got to grow into that responsibility You have to grow with doing life with someone. This is not oh, I'm just a wife and now there's magic And now everything is done and everything is wonderful and everything is perfect. No, that's not how it works Uh, There's some stuff that even when you're groomed for you're gonna have to grow into it. So stop criticizing this woman For not having the full understanding. She's Thinking that this is physical water but God is about to give her her a revelation of what she can actually do come on y'all be honest be honest that God has blessed you beyond your ability to fully comprehend you wanted the house you saw the exterior you saw the inside but you didn't understand the full responsibility of what it would mean for you to manage a home I know you wanted the business because somebody else had a business and you had a dream but your ability to manage it it takes time it takes effort there's going to be failures there's going to be uh, complications there are going to be things that you're going to grow through because you failed that or because you succeeded that guess what there there are things along the way that you're going to have to work out you're just not going to be perfect all, all the way through and that's the misconception of a lot of people who are trying to start things or trying to believe for things much be you think it has to be perfect for it to actually work but can I tell you as God grooms you you are gonna grow into it maybe that's confirmation for somebody who's watching me virtually that God is about to help you grow into it don't get so discouraged about what's coming against you that you don't say God give me the grace to grow into it give me the grace to grow into being a father give me the grace to grow into being who I am give me the grace to grow into my profession yes I have a doctorate degree but I still need to grow into how to treat people I still got to grow into how I manage uh, 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 the people around me I need to grow in grace and I'm praying right now prophetically praying for somebody right now that God is about to help you grow he's about to help your mind grow he's gonna give you a revelation to help your your capacity your mentality I know you started one place can anybody look back over your life and where you started and say guess what there's some stuff that I would have did differently if I would have knew what I know now but guess that's that is the evidence and somebody ought to give praise to God right now because that's evidence that you've grown you can look back and say oh if I could do that over with I wouldn't have made that mistake I wouldn't have hooked up with that person I wouldn't have been around those people I would have saved more money I would have invested it. But guess what? Because you're in a different place now, you can look back over your life and say, thank you, Jesus, that I know what I know now, not because of my failures, but I've grown beyond my failure. So now, God will give you the grace. I don't know who that's for, but God is going to give you the grace to grow. He's going to give you the grace to learn. He's going to give you the grace to become. Notice, notice here, notice here, I gotta go. He says in verse 16, he says, go and call your husband. Go and call your husband. Sound like a real prophet, where's your husband? Are you married? (laughs) That's how the prophets do in the prophetic lines, are you married, they see a ring, are you married? Notice what she says, I don't have a husband. Now immediately before you read anymore, that sound like there's a false prophet in the land. (laughs) That sounds like a false prophet. Where's your husband? I ain't married. (laughs) This is my friendship ring. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Jesus. You're a false prophet today. (laughs) But notice what happens. Notice what happens. In verse 17, she says, I don't have a husband. She answered, and Jesus said, you're right. When you say you don't have a husband, you have been married five times and the man you live with now is not really your husband. Okay, everybody gets caught up on the fact that Jesus says you've been married five times and the man you with ain't really your husband. But notice the next sentence. He says, you have told me the truth enough failure in your life will teach you to tell the truth whoa i wish this church were full right now <laughs> enough failure in your life will make you be honest she was honest Cause she ain't got nothing to lose she was honest to say yep I've been married five times the man I with you are exactly right but Jesus says to the woman you have told me the truth she never hid that from him she says yes you're right I don't have a husband see Jesus is telling her about her life um, it was just simply a way for, for her to identify that he knows where she's been, watch this, what she's been through, and where she's at. As a matter of fact, I don't just know where your feet been, I know where your soul is. And before who I had researched this, uh, I learned something about women. In the Jewish culture as well as the Samaritan culture, because the Samaritan women were part Jew, part of everything else. <laughs> uh, I learned something, Pastor Chris, about women at this time. I know the Bible says she's been married five times. The man she's kicking with, the man she's living with, is <laughs> not her husband. But. Women in this culture were not allowed to divorce because they were seen as property. Okay, stay with me. More than likely, the reason why she had been married five times and hanging out with this guy was not just simply because she was promiscuous. It is highly probable that she was barren. Oh. And barren women were a scorn. They were women who could not bear children were dismissed just like someone who would have been disabled at that time. And so whenever she was with her first husband and he figured out that she couldn't conceive, he put her away, God. Uh, The second husband, he put her away. The, The third man, put her away the fourth man put her away the fifth man put her away and the man she with he don't really know yet because he ain't married her yet <laughs> that, that he don't know that guess what uh, uh, he's probably going to uh, put her away too but while she's with the sixth man There's an interruption in her life, and the seventh man, the perfect man, shows up. The perfected man, the seventh man, or the seventh represents perfection. The Alpha and Omega, the Ancient of Days, the second Adam, Christ, the Son of the Living God, he shows up, oh, that even though she could not conceive life, she was about to receive life. Even though she couldn't conceive life he was about to give her life can i tell somebody that i don't know what you can't give birth to i don't know what's been i don't know what's been hard for you to conceive or i don't know what's been difficult for you to realize or for you to see or for you to change can i tell you the seventh man has showed up on this day to let you know he's going to give you life and he's going to give you life what john 10:10 for the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but i have come that you may have life and life more abundantly now we're to the water we dealt with the whale we dealt with the woman get up off of her because so many people have casted her aside and she shows up at the whale going for one thing but Jesus interrupts her routine to give her something that she had never had. I don't know who that's for, but in the midst of 20, at the beginning of 2021, you are... To be okay with God interrupting a few things in your life to really show you the real life. To really show you what you were really made of. To show you what the capacity you really have. To show you that you were made for more. For you to not settle. For you to reach for more. Because he's the God of more. So we're to the water. Jesus Where's your water? Because you don't have nothing to draw, and this well is too deep. You don't have nothing. Where is your water? Where are we going? Are we going? Am I traveling to Galilee? Am I traveling back to Jerusalem with you? Where is your water, Jesus? Some of y'all been asked, Jesus, where your water at? (laughs) Where is it at? See, there's, watch this, there's a difference between a discussion and a dialogue. A discussion is defined, is designed to break things up. But a dialogue comes from the Greek word dia, which means through, and logo, which means logos, meaning that a dialogue is designed to open things up so Jesus's questions starts open stuff up go get your husband I ain't married <laughs> yeah, you're right you done told me the truth you've been married five times the guy you ain't with huh her honesty watch this they're having a dialogue it's opening stuff up her honesty opens things up watch this where's Jesus's water Where is his water at? Jesus dug deep enough and he said enough in the dialogue for her to understand that he wasn't talking about natural water. That this conversation was on another level. The trajectory of this conversation started superficial but ended up supernatural. She, watch this, she stayed there long enough for Jesus to get beneath the surface. She stayed there long enough for Jesus to get beyond her idiosyncrasies, to get beyond her fears, to get beyond her doubts, to get beyond her failures, to get beneath her barrenness. They went beneath the surface. The reason why you don't do counseling, because you don't want to go beneath the surface. The reason why you don't like to have intimate conversations is because you don't want to get beneath the surface. The reason why you got surface friendships is because the reason why you don't trust nobody is because you are comfortable being on the surface. And you don't want anybody to get beneath the exterior of who you personify yourself. To be this dialogue that Jesus has have watch this some of y'all are experiencing surface Christianity our pastor just preached the past weeks about the church being the church and some of y'all are satisfied with Christianity on the surface you don't pray you don't read your Bible you don't pray you don't read your Bible You're not asking God, what is is your will for my life? You're presenting God with your desires versus asking God, God, what is your desire for me? Through this whole pandemic, have you spent any time with Jesus? Have you told everybody, I'm praying for you, but never prayed for them? Satisfied with surface Christianity. I thank God listen I couldn't say this last year at this particular time but I thank God for this for this season in my life because guess what It has begun. I'm thank God for my grief I thank God for all the different things that I've been through why because it got me beneath my surface yeah uh, Jesus got into some things and oh God it ain't it ain't easy sometimes it's frustrating sometimes it's painful but guess what I'm thankful uh, that we didn't just conquer in the building together, because guess what? It, it allowed Jesus to get beneath the surface. And if you're ever really gonna have a true relationship, see this. This, this scripture is not just about a woman and Jesus evangelizing to a woman. This scripture is written for the believers. This scripture was written to the believers. That would read this to say you have to continuously allow God to get beneath the surface. That the intimacy that you must possess with God must go beyond the routine, the mundane. Must go beyond just what you have known in one season. And realize that there's some things that God wants to do now. So watch this. I told you early on about this well being so deep that there was always living water in the well. Not just like other wells that had to wait on rainwater in order for the people to drink. But Jacob's well was built so deep that there was always water. So watch this. The depth of the well, Jacob's well, was analogous to the depth of her encounter. That the dialogue that she has with Jesus is actually her taking a drink. He's water and he's bread. (laughs) He's light. (laughs) He's the true I am. He can be whatever he wants to be whenever he wants to be it. But here's... I believe I'm talking to someone who's watching right now that we don't give this woman the credit for that she stops long enough to drink that she doesn't just come to the well, get what she needs and leaves Jesus at the well but he's she stops long enough to drink she stops long enough I know you're busy (laughs) I know you have responsibilities I know you have things that you're doing I know things that that, there's things that you have to do I I understand that but some of y'all are too busy And God is asking you this day I need you to stop and drink some of you are so gifted and so talented that nobody can see in the natural eye that you are dehydrated spiritually that you're dehydrated emotionally and you're just going through the routine going through what you know Uh, it's almost like it's robotic But God sent me here today to tell somebody, to tell this church, the Potter's House, North Dallas, he wants you to stop and drink. Stopping and drink does not mean, watch this, that you have to stop and shut off everything that you have going on. But it does mean that in the middle of what you're doing, that you need to pause and meet him at the well. Where's your well? Where's the well that you're drinking from? Do you just wait on Sunday to drink from this well? Do you just wait on Sunday to drink from this well? Let me tell you that this woman came to the well every day. Now discredit her. Talk about how ratchet her life was, but at least every day she came to the well because she could get water from the well. And God is telling me to tell somebody you have forgotten where you, oh, you have forgotten to drink. You have You have forgotten the well that is inside of you. I placed it inside of you. Oh, oh, Paul tells Timothy to stir up the gift. Oh, that was that is in you that was placed in you by the laying of our hands I want to tell you that you don't have to wait for rain to drink you don't have to wait for a rain God send rain God send rain can I tell somebody prophetically the well is in you the water is in you come and drink stop what you're doing stop where you are stop being so frustrated stop complaining and come and drink Stop and dream. He says, "Watch this. If you drink from this water, you will never thirst again." What does that mean? For some of you, if you drink from this water, you will never be lost again. Oh, I came to tell somebody. Sometimes certain seasons in your life can make you feel like you're lost. But if you constantly drink, there may be moments where you don't know where your help is coming from. But when you know, That you can come and drink God will remind you the well is in you the well is in you the well is in you I promise to spring things up within you some of you are so desperate so depleted because somebody hasn't laid hands on you or you received the prophecy but can I tell you your moment is you need to drop to your knees and you need to say Lord here am I stir up the gift inside of me stir up the well in me some of you have history with God. You may not fast in this season, but there was a season where you fasted. Can I tell you, some of you have deeper roots in God that you really, really know about. Some of you have words over your life that cannot return to Him, boy. And I need you to stop and drink. Don't stop and drink just simply because of what you've been through. But stop and drink because of what's ahead of you. Do you know that this woman walked to the well, but once her dialogue with Jesus, she ran from the well? because when you're dehydrated it plays a trick on your mind to make you think you're weaker than you really are and the enemy has been fighting some of you because you've been dehydrated you've been depleted you've been you feel like you've been forgotten but i cannot tell you today you have not been forgotten why because you need to come to the well and drink come and drink and today you're gonna drink today is your day to come and drink can I tell you something Pastor Tina that ends the I followed the path of my grief because there is a place in God that your grief can't go and just like this woman in the middle of Samaria Samaria the place of prosperity and provision and pain God led me back to the well back to the well that never runs dry. Back to the well can I tell you that whatever you have faced in your life it will guide you back the well it will guide you back to the fountain it will guide you back to the water I don't care what you have faced I don't care who hurt you I don't care who dismissed you I don't care who how you feel betrayed and forsaken I don't care what you have gone through in 2020 and the beginning of 2021 can I tell you that the course of your life is God is trying to get your attention to lead you back to the water to lead you back to take a drink to lead you back to the well to lead you back to worship my grief forced me back into a posture of worship my pain forced me back to the place of worship my- there's something about having purpose that will lead you back to worship there was something about a prophetic word that will lead you back to worship there's something that if you will open up your Bible there's something about looking back at your birth certificate to knowing where you came from to knowing that where you are that you only got there by the grace of God it will lead you back to the place and I am praying that God will lead people who are watching me right now, it will lead you back to worship. It will lead you back to lifting your head. It will lead you back to the well. It will lead you back to the water. There's always water in God's well. There's always water in God's well. There's always water. Come and drink. Come and drink. Will you be him at your well? So right now, This is what I want to do we don't typically I made a special request for my pastor (laughs) and my musical director I made a special request because what we're gonna do for just a few moments is I'm gonna pray for you but I want you to I know you may be cooking breakfast you may be trying to get food together for your kids you may be flipping through Facebook, and listen, you may be on a walk right now. You may be on a run right now, but guess what? Hurry back to your house, because we're about to stop and drink. I don't know. You could be in the airport right now. You could be driving your car right now, but what I want you to do, I want you to stop and and drink. I don't, I don't know where you are. You might be in your living room. You may be sitting on your sofa. I want you to now, right now, go to your knees. God took me back to my posture of laying prostrate before the Lord. And You may be watching us and you may be in your bed right now. I want you to kneel beside your bed right now. Father, I thank you. Our Father, I thank you. Our Father, I thank you. We are your people, designed and created. To give you glory to give you honor and God we have come we repent God for forgetting in our mind for being so distracted for things that are around us for being depleted God and forgetting that we could always come to the well God somebody feels stifled in their creativity somebody feels stifled but God I thank you I thank you for pouring out your water. Come on, somebody drink. I need you to drink. I need you to drink. Spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. Come on, be honest with Him. Share your whole heart with Him. Come on, just like the woman at the well. She was honest with Him, Say, God, I'm broken. God, I feel low. God, I'm not sure. God, I'm broken my heart is broken in a million pieces oh god i don't know i'm desperate i'm desperate for you i'm desperate for a breakthrough i'm desperate for a breakthrough i'm desperate god i need to drink from your well. fill me up god till we overflow god i need you god i long for you and dry and thirsty I need you coming by let there be rivers in the middle of your desert. let there be a river in the middle of your grief in the middle of your divorce in the middle of your layoff let there be water let there be water your wife's hand, grab your family's hand and give it to God, purify us, purify us, purge us with wisdom, clean, clean this house, clean this house, purify us, make us whole again, make us free again, make us longing for an encounter with you God. We worship you. Come on, somebody. Come on. Drink. This is your moment. This is your moment. He's right here at your well. He's right here in your home. Whoa. Lay your hands on yourself. Lay your hands on your belly and shrink from the well. Come on. There's so much ahead of you. There's an assignment ahead of you. You can't be dehydrated. You can't falter right now. God's going to give you the strength. God's going to give me the power. I feel like interceding on behalf of the potter's house. I feel like interceding on behalf of the church of the living God. The kingdom of God. Oh, it's time to drink. It's time to drink. Drink from the well. Been a long time. Drink. The journey's been hard. Woo! Go to the wait. Some of you is this moment. See, some of you missed a moment. God does not want you to go to the perfect place that you think you should be. God wants you to go to the broken place. I told you that Samaria also represents Shechem and Saqqara represented a place of not only prosperity but it also represents a place of pain. I want you to go to that place when you were in the hospital and you didn't even think you were gonna make it out and the doctor said you weren't gonna make it out. I want you to go. When the when the doctor told you had cancer and you didn't know and that fear came over you, I want you to go to that place. I want to worship. I want you to worship from that place. I want you to worship. The Bible says in Judges chapter 15 that, that, that Samson got so depleted because of the fight that he was in that the Bible says that he cries out to God and say, God, are you going to let me die after I killed all of these individuals, after I killed all these men? Will you let me die of thirst? And the Bible says in Judges chapter 15 that the Lord showed up and he smote the ground and water came up from the ground. I want to tell you right now, somebody on the sound of my voice, you ought to cry out because there's water coming. There's water coming. There's water coming. You're not going to die in this. You're not going to expire in this. God's about to give you water. So you can drink again so you can live again so you so you can lead again so you can pray again so you can seek him again so you can be whatever you need in whatever language whatever profession that he's called drink 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 drink, drink. it's yours drink he wants you he opened the ground he opened the water you don't have to be thirsty again. Drink. Build your business. But drink. Build your family. But drink. Build whatever you're going to build. Lead whatever you're going to need. But don't forget to stop and drink. Don't forget. There's always water. Somebody's getting a breakthrough right now. I can see in the spirit there's tears falling from your face. I feel the well spring it up, spring up a well, spring up a well. This is the place of your breakthrough. This is the place of your change. This is the place, Drink, drink, drink. I know, I know, I know, but drink. I know every excuse that you're going to use to talk yourself out of what God called you to, but drink. There's going to be purpose in that drink. There's going to be life in that drink. There's going to be a great future. Your creativity is coming back. Your strength is coming back. Your power is coming back. Drink. Drink. Come on, pastor. Drink. Come on, leaders. Drink. Come on, elders. Drink. Come on, banker. Drink. Come on, professional. Drink. Come on, children. Drink from the well that never runs dry. Drink from the well. Drink. I don't know why God stirred this word. (laughs) Yes, I do. Because there's a well. And I want to tell you today that the more you dialogue with him, the more that there's an encounter with him. The more that you recognize that he is the one who purchased you, bought you with a ransom, paid the price for you. I want to tell you that you have a well in you. See, here's the thing about having, let me tell you something. I often drink water because I work out a lot and uh i add bcas to my drink and vitamins but the lord showed me something and this is for somebody have you ever had to take a tylenol or take an advil what did they tell you to do take it drink with water Here's the thing about something about water that i represent that represents the word that represents my relationship with jesus that represents all that i am and all that i hope to be that no matter what i add to the water no matter the color that changes the water no matter what powder what pre-workout i add to the water the powder needs the water the water doesn't need the powder oh so some of you I want you to get counseling I want you to have honest conversations I want you to be able to have trusted people around you I want you to be able to do what you do but don't forget that none of it works without the water it will be incomplete to go to counseling but never worship oh they may teach you coping skills but guess what with the word it'll teach you to be courageous when there is no coping skill can i tell you that guess what they can teach you how to not walk in fear but guess what the word will teach you how to walk in faith it's incomplete without the water so father now i thank you for your people i thank you for your people and this encounter that we are having in this moment, in this church, but also virtually across the world. I don't know where you're going to view this word from. Morning, noon, or night. I don't care, but let's, let me tell you this. There's water in this well. God interrupted this woman's moment at this well. And God is sending this word to interrupt some things in your life. I don't know where you are you may say guess what I'm so far from God I don't know what I need to do I don't know what needs to change you don't know I got a whole laundry list of things that have happened to me I got a whole laundry list of things that have caused me to believe that God you're not even real but God today I come to you because I need you and I recognize that I didn't need more friends I didn't need a better job i didn't need a better car i didn't need to move uh, uh, clear across the country all i needed to do was drink drink from the well because when you're dehydrated you can't make the correct decisions you can't make purposeful decisions when you're dehydrated so god sent you here because he wants to save your life. He rescued this woman's life from further devastation to the point that she dropped her empty water pots and ran to the city. And when you read, watch this, and when you read about this, oh God, about Samaria, the disciples, the apostles in Acts went to the same place that she ran into to tell, say, come see a man. They end up having a greater revival. The apostles did end up having a greater revival in the same place where this woman had an encounter with Jesus. Never know what's behind your decision today. But if that's you today, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the will. I believe that you are Christ. Who died for my sins who on the cross said I thirst you are Christ the son of the living God who gave me life who died on the cross and was rose on the third day and today I receive your love I receive your grace I receive your life I receive Water from your will that's going to spring up into eternal life. This thing is not a moment. It lasts for eternity. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to have you join us online every Sunday morning at 9 and 1130 a.m. Central Standard Time. Streaming live at www.tphnd.org watch now or through our Potter's House North app.